Welcome to the Brinkman Podcast, the podcast about the audio drama The Brinkman Adventures, where we go behind the scenes, we talk to the missionaries, we tell some of the real stories uh, that happen. This is episode 18 uh, of, I can't believe it's 18 already. I know. I'm it, like, really? <laughs> that, <laughs> that's fun. Uh, that's great. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Eric Schilder. And I'm Sarah Boltman. And uh, so... What are we? Uh, what are we talking about today, Sarah? This this story is a really fun one. Um, it's I don't I don't know I don't have favorites. I, I well I do have a couple favorites, but this one ranks really high for me because um, it has some really great funny scenes. Um, it's lying dinos. That's season season five. What yep. episode two? Season five. Um, it's the cover design is about that story, and um, yeah. So we're just going to dig into the story a little bit. We have a special guest with us that we'll, we'll introduce, but um, let's play the clip. These hills around us are so inviting. Can we go climbing? Sure, but not now. Once we have the camp set up, we're going to go meet our guide, Mister Otis Klein. He's going to take us out on a dig for the rest of the afternoon. And then tomorrow, he's giving us a personal tour of the dinosaur museum he helped build. This is going to be the best trip ever. Look what I found over there, guys. A golf ball made of rock. Those are called concretions. They're made when minerals form around a fossil. (sighs) You're going to make a great paleontologist, son. Thanks. 72 miles an hour? My foot! I'm going 75 and we can barely keep up. I thought you said he'd run out of batteries by now. We're nearly to Madison. RD said his battery life was just over 40 minutes. Why don't you just call them and tell them their robot escaped? I'm sure they'd understand. Uh, Bernice, I already tried that. They're not answering. Wait, where'd he go? (gasps) He just drove off the highway and into that cornfield. That little stinker. (laughs) Look. You can see the cornstalks moving. He's headed that way. That is one determined little robot. <laughs> Buckle up. <gasps> Don't you even think of it, Patrick. Oh, he's not getting away. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> the return of R.D. <laughs> I any, love it. Any episode with R.D. and Mr. Pennington yeah. uh, is is always good. But it's special. This yeah, is, I love it. This is a really cool episode. Well, I mean, it's it, you got dinosaurs in it. Yeah, I mean, dinosaurs and robots. Dinosaurs and robots together. They're, that's a magical combination. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those cheap knockoff movies, you know that that come out like three months before right. like the big blockbusters. But uh, this right. is this is a cool story, and it's it like say we got dinosaurs, we got robots, we got killer storms, all sorts oh, yeah. of things, and uh, we also have with us here on the microphone this time. Uh, Josh Boltman. Normally, he's our engineer, but uh, for this episode, we've we've got him strapped in, uh, <laughs> actually tied <laughs> tied down to the chair. Uh, no, we don't really. But uh, welcome, Josh. Thank you. Hello. And and you were in that clip, right? You were yeah. the, you were the know it all. Yep. I was about the, the yep. concretion. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you know that, or did you have to look that up? I didn't know that. You didn't know that. <laughs> no. so. See, you learned it because you know you yep. had to, and that's that's part of the homes the homeschool adventure. So, um, this story was based on a true story, correct? As, as a lot of them are, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm wondering what part of this story happened. I mean, R. D. 
How true is RD? You know, I think that'd be a good question to ask. Do you have <laughs> RD in your house? Well, I didn't make actual RD, but it was based off of something I did in my room. Like I created this thing that turned my lights on and off if I asked it to. Oh. And then we also had a Nerf gun thing that we were going to do where it would like watch and see if there was somebody um, around it and then I would shoot at them. But we never did that. We got all the (laughs) stuff, but we never did it. Okay, so you did kind of have the ideas ruminating around in your mind. Well, that's really fun. I think we'll probably talk more about that element because I would love to hear all about that, but we'll talk about that in a different episode because we want to save it for when Artie was born. <laughs> yeah, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll save that a little bit. We'll put a pin in the robots yes, and concentrate more on the dinosaurs. I guess there weren't any live dinosaurs, but it, there were bones. Lots of bones. And uh, so, you know, you were interested in, there, there's a line in there that, that Jack Brinkman says about, you'll make a great paleontologist. And uh, but you did have a genuine interest in paleontology and and kind of bones and fossils and stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, when I was probably around seven, I got Jonathan Park season one for Christmas and I put it in the CD player and we just listened to it pretty much all through that period after Christmas where you play with your presents, you know, Mm so (laughs) um, and I really got into it and I pretty much would listen to it almost constantly throughout the day. And I just really got into paleontology and geology. I started this collection of rocks and I really, really got into it. <gasps> was that you that had that little house in the backyard? Yeah, yeah. It was like a tiny museum. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking like, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like half of my room I dedicated at first, and it got too large for my room, so I moved it out. But it was like just shelves and like um, glass cases full of just rocks I had collected hmm. or got from the local gym shop. Uh, I imagine that your parents enjoyed you bringing home lots of dirty. Yeah. We'd go to the beach, and I literally fill my pockets with it. almost. My <laughs> pants were almost always falling down because I had so many rocks in my pockets. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. So did you really know the difference between all the rocks? I mean, I knew I you... had a pretty good idea of. Okay. I had. Can you a still big remember all book. that? Not all of it, but I do. Like I can see a rock and say, "Oh, I remember that," or whatever. Okay. So. It's like pretty... rose quartz and jasmine and all that kind of stuff. So. Cool. So it's cool how Jonathan Park really has influenced you yeah. ever since you were seven. I remember hearing that too, like Josh is really in- interested in this. And what I think is interesting about this episode, the whole theme is that your character, Ian, is changing from wanting to be a paleontologist and not wanting to tell his dad, Jack, yeah. that he's actually not interested in that anymore. So I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah, you is that he- real? You could hear it in the, yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> an awkward Thank you. It definitely was. Yeah. When I, I mean, when I was just growing up and like, you know, you just kind of go from one hobby to another. And Mm -hmm. it's at the, like, probably a few years later, I started just working on computers, just playing around with different settings. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, my dad, he taught me how to like set, set up all the keyboard and the mouse and stuff, how to plug all that in. Mm -hmm. And, um, then I started taking apart a computer, and I was interested in how that all worked. So, and then my interest started to just shift, you know. And mm-hmm. so, and then I was afraid. I was like, "Oh, people have these expectations of me." So you really did feel yeah, that? I did. Interesting. And so I was almost afraid to ch- to change, huh? Because I didn't want to let people down. If in case I don't know, 
Uh-huh. So they thought that's who you should. Yeah, be or that's something. who they should be. I don't know. So it was interesting it, when we were writing the episode, um, and Dad mentioned that because I never really, I just kind of worked through it, you know. Yeah. And then I was fine with it after a while. Mm-hmm. And then he said that, and I was like, "Yeah, I, that happened. That's. Hmm. I mean, I think that a lot of kids struggle with that. Mm-hmm. So." Yeah. That's really cool that he kind of saw that, although, yeah. you know, it, it was happening and you were internally dealing with it. Yeah. And um, that's that's really cool. I wanted to hear about this storm. So in this oh, episode, well, first of all, you you go on a dinosaur dig and you guys really did that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that like? I always, always wanted oh, yeah. to dig for dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. And when I heard you were going, I <laughs> was like, I, I never thought that kids could dig for dinosaur bones. Yeah. That's so special. I think only very special, you know, paleontologist type <laughs> a scientist can even touch dinosaur only bones. Only a certain yeah. thickness of glass. Right, right. Yeah. You have to have a white coat on. You have to have that little brush. Yeah. And when I heard you guys were digging, I thought this can't be real. It was so cool. It was, we go, we went and um, Mr. Klein, he's, he was the one who was leading on the dig and he just started bringing us um, down this path. He said, and we go to this big, like, hole on top of this really big hill. Huh. And um, I remember there's, like, a tarp laid over half of it. And then just, it was probably five or four feet, like, okay. down. You'd go in the hole. Okay. And um, then you just, with a little screwdriver or hmm. um, a, I think it was a screwdriver. Yeah, you just, and a little, you just kind of tap little... the dirt. And okay. It, oh, okay. Until you like kind of. brush? Yeah. Do you have, like, a brush yeah, you or had something? Yeah, brush, too. Okay. And then when you kind of feel something get like hit it, mm-hmm. and I might be completely wrong on this now because it was a few <laughs> years ago, but then you just kind of you kind of brush it away and just kind of work around it, mm. and then once you you can see if it's a fossil or I mean just a rock or whatever. But that was really fun. That looked, sounds really cool. And we actually found stuff too, so that was fun. We thought we'd find little pieces of um, almost a dragon shell. Ooh. <laughs> well, see, now that would be really cool. We'd have dragons, dinosaurs, and robots. Awesome. No, like turtle shells, and okay. um, they think they found part of a raptor skull and just some cool, cool stuff. So after the dig, um, I think the day after, we go and we go to take a tour of the museum. And then we go throughout the whole museum. It's super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, like, I think the best museum i've ever been in wow it was so cool wow yeah and so um and mr klein was explaining all of this to us and he was um just leading us through the whole museum it was really cool and then he takes us to this room and he says okay hands in your pockets and we're like okay, <laughs> okay. and so and he opens this open the door and he said don't touch anything in here huh. it's super fragile and stuff so huh. he um we all go in this room and it's the lab where they're with a like take the fossils that they've already found hmm. and they um, treat them. They've like put them together. Okay. And he showed us all that and how they can try to find what kind of dinosaur it was from like the type of teeth. Okay. And they have charts and stuff is super cool. It's amazing. And as exciting as it is to dig for bones, which I, I've got to do one of these days. Yeah. Uh, I go take too. my family to, to do that. So, but that wasn't the only exciting thing to happen during that time. Was it? There was a, a, a Ooh, big, yeah. A big storm. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So um, my dad um, looked at his radar, like his um, radar app, you know, that you can get on an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge storm coming. And he's like, oh, we better get back. <laughs> back and to so, your little yeah, tent. Yeah, <laughs> to our little kid. And we had this huge tent that we got just for this trip. It was a 10-person oh. tent. 
Did you have a camper as well? Or just no, a, no, we just, just had the tent. tent. Yeah, oh. and we we went in our van, our fifteen passenger van, and so we're there and we start we start taking everything down because we realize oh this is really get, this is like really getting really windy and it's gonna blow everything off. Then we got all the tarps off of the um, tent, and it was just the frame there. And so I, I grabbed one and starting to pull it off. And the wind was so strong, it picked up the frame hmm. without anything on it. And hmm. it was like up in the air. Oh, man. And my dad was trying to grab it. And I, ha- I was holding <laughs> on to it. And then, and then the wind just kind of like went a different way and it just fell and it cracked oh, all man. the frame. And you, that Bummer. noise, it makes you just yeah, you're, like, oh, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then my mom, she, a table flipped over and it oh, hit her and goodness. she like fell on her back and oh my goodness so yeah. that and we hear that in the episode yeah. so it really happened yeah that wow. really happened <laughs> and and i just remember we were trying to get the tarps into the into the car and it was hard to walk against it was oh, like wow. walking against somebody pushing at you full force huh and it was, was it was really way. fun actually <laughs> <laughs> afterwards right yeah yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, david so cool. really said oh can we do that again <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah so we got the storm going on your your tent your campsite is is devastated what what did you do um so after that we're like oh we don't know what to do and we had already gone on the digs and okay. we had already visited the museum and so um I said I think I said um oh why don't we just go over to the awning uh, under the awning for the museum for a little bit so we can decide what to do mm-hmm. um because there's like we weren't sure if it was going to blow out our windows. Of your car? Of our car, yeah. Because oh there was glass because it had happened a few days before. Okay. We, wow. we got there and it had happened. They blew out glass of the cars and stuff. Oh, my goodness. And so we go under the awning and um, they come out of their lab because they were mm. still there. Oh. There's a couple there that um, went on the dig with us and they work there. And they said, um, oh, come on, come on into the lab. And our whole family just piled into the lab. Oh, and we're playing Uno in there. Oh, <laughs> so it was a very yeah. special place. Yeah, it was a super special. My mom and dad are like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we all Every here? parent's nightmare, yeah. you know. It's not a china shop. Like, it is a literal scientific yeah. lab. <laughs> so um, then Mr. Klein comes and he says, um, let me pay for a hotel room for you guys so to spend the night. And my mom and dad were like, no, let's just let's just go through the night. We can drive and we can mm. get home. And um, we can start going home at least. And um, he gets out his phone and he starts calling his wife. His wife says, um, well, I don't know what, he, what his wife says because that was <laughs> he was off in court. But um, he comes back to my dad and he asks, would you guys like to sleep in the museum for the night? <laughs> and my dad's like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So we spent the night in the museum, in the theater, in the museum. It was like real life night at the museum. Yes. So it was stuff exactly come alive. Like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, a guy has to be crazy to do that, I mean, to, to let you stay at the museum. Right. Yeah. So with that, we actually have another guest we're introducing, and it is Otis Klein. Hi, Otis. Hi, Otis. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be with you. Well, we're so glad to have you here. So what were you thinking at that time when um, this big family is in the museum that you created and um, they're stranded? What, what was going through your mind? Well, I guess the first thing that was going through it was uh, that uh, Glendive, Montana, had given quite a welcome to them <laughs> with, uh, with that windstorm. And here are folks that uh, are planning to leave tomorrow 
uh, originally that was their plan, I believe. And uh, now they don't have uh, a place to sleep and they didn't want to stay in a motel. And we have never, ever let anybody spend the night in the museum. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a, a, a weird idea. <laughs> but to tell you the truth, uh, it's a very special family. And uh, I felt, uh, I just felt compelled to, to mm-hmm. offer that. Um, I know I'm, I'm, I made a, a couple of uh, provisions when I, when I said that as to where not to go and so <laughs> right. on. But um, and then we uh, took the chairs in the, in the uh, theater and, and turned them around so they actually make uh, like um, single beds. And uh, as far as I recall, they uh, actually did spend the uh, entire night there. And then um, we got together again in the morning. Well, that is that is so interesting that you felt compelled to do that, because I think most people would say, well, they want to go, just let them go. So that was super generous, but also created a really amazing memory for the yeah. whole family. I'm, I'm glad it created a memory for them because it created a memory for us, too. <laughs> the, the wind was so bad in terms of, of moving sand and rain, water and so on, that at least being at the museum underneath the big portico, you had an opportunity to go through a lot of your things and mm-hmm. and uh, repack them and, and, and get ready for, for the next day. It, it was just a very interesting uh, evening. Uh, and, of course, as was already mentioned, it was a very good day of, of digging for dinosaurs, too, leading up to all this. Yeah. So the you get a lot of these storms, do you? No. No. But as, as mentioned, um, just I think it was a week or 10 days before, we had one that came through. And we know the uh, speed of the wind was, um, was over 100 miles an hour. Wow. Because the, uh, the wind gauge um, was blown off. But it, um, uh, and it was, who knows where it went, but the last time <laughs> it recorded was, uh, was a, I think it was 103 miles an hour. Oh, wow. And wow. that was a, uh, uh, it was almost uh, like a uh, tornado that <laughs> went through. That's amazing. And, that uh, a lot of wind. So it doesn't happen very often. In fact, it's about the first time that's ever happened with that amount of wind since huh. we've been there. We've been there since uh, uh, 2003. So, you know, it was an unusual occurrence to have this uh, great a storm. I, I will let you know that from my experience, um, that's actually pretty normative surrounding the Boltmans, uh, the, you know, the Boltmans. Uh, they, have, they have that kind of thing happen to them all the time. Uh, and, and obviously it was just as rare an occurrence to uh, have, or maybe even a singular occurrence, to have people be able to sleep in the museum. It's, it is not a thing that, that is offered. Uh, you can't call ahead no. for a, you know, no. a master no. suite and, and, a, and a wake-up call. So That's true. This but, is, but you you do call your uh, your uh, ministry the last word is adventure I believe right. <laughs> and, and you did that's have right. an adventure and the other thing is that uh, where we were in Glendive Montana is at the edge of the Badlands of Montana and when you're in the Badlands you're in pretty distressed hmm. soil and one of the things that makes all that uh, is there can be quite a bit of wind, just not as much as what you experienced. But mm-hmm. uh, we do get quite a bit of wind there to sculpt the the, uh, the soil as well. Right. So uh, just so everyone knows, we're just, uh, 
that you were you're in Montana, right? Yes. Is that correct? That's where the museum is as well. Yes, in, in, in eastern Montana. In eastern Montana. So mm-hmm. um, that I know that my my wife's from South Dakota, and she always talks about the Badlands mm-hmm. and wanting to go out there. And she talks about and we look at pictures and stuff about how it it looks almost like Mars at at times. It's so kind of sculpted by by the strong winds and the weather, and the there's not a lot of um, not a lot of vegetation, right? That is correct, okay. and it's uh, and where your your wife was uh, talking about Badlands National Park, um, which is uh, east of Rapid City. Yeah, and uh, uh, there they have a lot of uh, mammals that are fossils, and we're up in the geological Hell Creek Formation, which is where you find the dinosaurs like the T Rex, and the Triceratops, and the Edmontosaurus, which is a duckbill dinosaur, and and there's a, a quite a few other dinosaurs. I like to consider them the glamour dinosaurs <laughs> of where we're located. The celebrities, right? That's right. That's the one everyone wants to see. They don't want to see the one that's the size of a sheep. They want to see, <laughs> you know, the the two story tall ones. So, but right. you know, that's cool because dinosaurs are they're fascinating. I mean, we we, we started off talking a little bit. Uh, with Josh, how he was interested in sort of fossils and rocks and and that kind of stuff, and and how his um, his interests sort of changed over time. And I think mm-hmm. the interesting thing is you don't kind of lose you. you I found that you kind of carry them along. They may not be yeah. at the forefront of your mind, but you sort of carry them along. Now you obviously never got over uh, your love for those things. And uh, we're going to ask you about that. I think we're going to have you back. Yeah. I think we're going to have you back because we gotta, we've got to finish up this episode. But I, we want to have you back to talk a little bit more about your museum and uh, yourself. And what you find, yeah. Uh, yeah, and what did you find, all those kind of things. So we'll save that for the next podcast. So oh, if God, you enjoy that. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So, Otis, if, if someone wants to visit the museum or find your website, where can they do that? The uh, website for our ministry is www.creationtruth.org. And then that will take you to uh, the homepage. And from there, you there's a uh, tab you can click on for the museum. Uh, there is an admission fee. And then there's also a tab for the dinosaur digs. And right. so a person actually can make reservations to do dinosaur digs uh, right on the website if they wanted to. And the name of the museum? The name of the museum is the Glendive Dinosaur and Fossil Museum. All right. The Glendive Dinosaur and Fossil Museum. Thank you so much, Otis. You're welcome. Uh, For any of our listeners, if you want to learn more about the Brinkman Adventures, uh, head on over to uh, thebrinkmanadventures.com, and uh, you can leave a comment. You can look at at the CDs for sale, that kind of stuff. If... uh, you've enjoyed the podcast or you enjoyed the Brinkman adventures, uh, be sure to, you know, like us on Facebook or, you know, thumbs up or what, you know, whatever the current social media, uh, du jour is, uh, for that. So we're going to finish up this episode, uh, for episode 18. I'm Eric Schilder. And I'm Sarah Bolton. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>